Hi, welcome to Radio 2A, Lord Merth Limited and Dumbarton Media's first podcast, episode one. One, with me. And me. Me. And me. And you. Hi. The listener. So, how's it going today, Bob? Morning. Well, I've just got up, Tim having a lovely cup of coffee. Eva's coming out of the bathroom. Is she now? I wonder what she's been doing in there. How are you, Eva? Oh, okay. Um, what have you been doing? Uh, what, what? What have, what have you been doing in the bathroom? Oh. It's English for what have you been doing. How much is too much? They were talking binge drinking. How much is too much? God, you look terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, a bit hungover. Now, listeners, if you um, if you can't see this, but she's um, looks like she's been drinking all night. Listeners. No, not all night. All day. That was all um, day already. <laughs> How long is all day? It's ten a.m. Uh, I was listening. No, no, that was yesterday. How long is all day ever? Very long. Well, we went to the park with the bikes. We went to uh, play with a kite, but we smashed it straight away. So, smash How do you kite. smash a kite? Uh, Matt smashed it. Into the it concrete? Has Matt been abusing you? No, no, he hasn't. No, just the kite. Did you abuse ducks? Did you yeah. abuse any ducks? Uh, no, we didn't abuse. Were there any ducks? Great story about a duck. Um, went swimming, um, not swimming, um, went fishing. The only time I've ever been fishing. Um, with my cousin, Matthew. Um, uh-huh. Now he's a... Um, Electrician, ah, um, so he's doing all right for himself. Went um, went fishing with him. Um, put it into Netswell Pond. Um, the hook with a little bit of bait on. Um, next thing I know, ducks flying up in the air. I've got a um, caught a duck. Duck. I've duck that's caught flying. Duck. <laughs> I'm trying to reel that in out of the air. Tearing its throat. There's blood everywhere. Feathers everywhere. Eventually, get it down. Um, Dead. You know, my cousin had to finish it off with a stone. He said it's oh. the only it's the only fair thing to do. I said this this anyway. really fair. I think it's all right. Break its neck. Um, no, he just smashed it in the head with a stone. I suppose that'll do the same. Um, big stone, like a rock. More of a rock. Smash. When does a stone become a rock? Ever? You're a geologist. <laughs> well, I Stones think, have uh, to be smooth. Hang on, hang on. Oh. No, the rock is sort of more the scientific um, term. So a stone doesn't exist in your world? No, no, not really, no. That's astonishing. Yeah, a stone could be anything, I think. So it's like, uh, but, but no, a rock. Um, a boulder can be a stone. A no, boulder's a massive stone. That's a boulder. Okay, well, you use, well, in that case, you use rock either for, you know, a piece of rock or an outcrop, like what, a piece of rock stick. you eat. <coughs> you eat a piece of rock. No, What's an outcrop? A rocky outcrop? outcrop. Uh, no, just, just an outcrop. I'm in the it's, highlands. It's oh. when um, you, yeah. you can see the rocks sticking out of the ground, so it could be a so, boulder, it could be... That's a rocky you know, outcrop. Not any outcrop. It's like in geology. Are outcrops. any outcrops not rocky? Well, yeah, when, one made of um, straw. When you say outcrop, I always feel like you want to put rocky outcrop. No right. need. But no need, because no it's a tautology. You're listening to Radio 2A. Ah. That was good. Um, yeah, lovely. That's great, great piece. Great stuff. Um, yeah, we almost broke the fourth wall there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's great news. I've got to go to work today, famously. Oh, shit. Well, this is my work, in a way. I'm already at work. Yeah, you do your Buxton. What? Working and then going to work. Uh, working so you can do what you want to do, which is your real work. Famously, uh, uh, no, Adam Buxton. Uh, can I get a coffee? Oh, yeah, can you get me another one? 
Are you making enough for me to have another? Why don't you make a, a massive cafetiere coffee? Make a cafetiere coffee. full. Do we have coffee? Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. Make a big thing. We'll bring We've it up to We've got coffee. Well, then how are you going to make coffee? Well, my... Oh, she's got stash. Instant got stash. coffee. Eastern. You're going to make instant coffee? Well, because I don't want to buy coffee, coffee and you bought instant coffee. I was like, what? Who bought that? Who bought... Matt. Oh, dear. Bloody antipodeans. <laughs> Well, we're talking instant coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we'll buy it. And the class divide. <laughs> a massive um, apology oh. there from Matt the Australian. He, he thought that oh, he was doing yeah. the right thing, going out buying coffee, but of course he wasn't. He was uh, in a paid himself a massive disservice and losing a lot of points here at the um, at Radio 2A. Of course, I do uh, drink instant coffee on a weekday, but um, at the weekends, I, I, I can't abide it, Tim. Um, of course, famously, I'll just pop down to the um, the Thunderer, um, the uh, the cafe that's on the ground floor, just below my uh, desk. Um, I'll pop in there, and they'll um, they'll grind me a fresh one. They grind it for you on the spot. They'll grind it there to order. There. Yeah, they've got a machine. Ad hoc. Got a machine that does it. Pro rata. Pro rata. <laughs> Pro rata coffee, sir. Per annum, APR. Hmm. By annual. APR. So what's in the news today, Tim? Uh, the news today, well, I, I, I popped the news on just before we came on air, just to check what was happening. Um, big news is um, swine flu is on the decline. Yep. Panic's it's over. First yes. wave, though. Wait, I, I heard there was get... some more swine oh. flu than there was yesterday. It's going to be a little bit more, but they think it's peaked out. Really? Peak, peaked up. Well, if there's more than there was yesterday, then we're on the peak today. <sighs> it's peaked. 18 confirmed cases in the UK I heard on the radio this morning. In the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Yeah. There. Um, including at least one who uh, hasn't even been to Mexico. Shit. Well, of course, famously, I've been ill for the last few days. So, uh, maybe... And what have you got? Maybe I've got it. I, f- I phone NHS Direct, actually. I say, um, I've got, um, got symptoms of swine flu. They say, um, you be Mexico. I say, no. They know you be Mexico. They say, you be California. I say, yeah, I have been California. I said, oh, maybe you should see a doctor. So when did you go to California? Said so about two years ago. Said so no, don't count. Of course, uh, I will let, um, let you know, Tim, that um, if you're going to be wearing a face mask, you'll need to wear a, a surgically approved face mask. It won't just uh, won't do anything. You just wrap a, a bandage around your, your face. Well, um, no, not at all, because it needs to be very fine mesh. And, and the listeners probably would like to know that as well. N N seventy five or something grade. Uh, did yeah, read about that. That sounds about right. Remember, I sent I sent you a link to that suit. You can get. <coughs> yeah, nineteen ninety five. What, what, what five? Did it have respirators in it? Yeah, seemed very cheap. Well, listeners, for, for those of you who aren't familiar with the the sort of products that are out there to combat um, swine flu or any pandemic, indeed, um, you can uh, you can get a, a sort of all in one jumpsuit. You call it a jumpsuit? Yeah, uh, yeah, like a, well, I ha- will call it a hazmat suit. Yes, very much so. So has 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 chem has has, has chem. Um, either, 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 really. But it, it cover all. It's a cover all. A cover all. Yeah. Um, and with a um, built-in sort of nozzle thing, you know, a bit like a First World War gas gas mask type yeah. affair with the eyes. Uh, very evil. And I'm sure it's something else as well. Kevlar. I don't know. Yeah, that Kevlar. Mm. Um, of course, um, famously using bulletproof jackets. Very good-looking uh, suit. Available on this website. One nine nine five. That's nineteen ninety-five. Well, on, the, on this website. On just this, our website. This isn't a website. Oh, yeah, it isn't. Yeah, yeah. Not it's this website. On our website. This is, this is, this is, this is not website. available on our website. This isn't, this isn't a website either. This is. How, 
What is this? <laughs> I don't know. Is anyone listening to this? Is it a thing? Yeah, there will be. Oh, many people. No. Some people. Well, not at the moment. It's not on the air yet, is it? Oh, if you are listening, you're listening to Radio 2A, and uh, he's, he's him and I'm... Live podcast. Me, of not course. Live. Well, it's not there. Can't be I'm live. sure we have some brilliant... I'm sure I had a brilliant source of things to talk about. Yeah, we're going to cut out all the crap. Sure we'll cut it out later. I'm sure I have a great source of things to talk about that wasn't well, Jackie Bundon. Is it Bundon or Bunchen? It's Giselle Bunchen, she's the supermodel. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie Bunton. Bunton is very much a different person. And of course, one of the only people that, who, who you can recognise from just their first name because it's spelling so um, abnormal. How is it spelled? J A C K I E Y. You think that's because she's a cretin? Almost certainly. Although she didn't make her own name up. To be fair, her mum must have been more skanky than her. Imagine that. Oh goodness. Now, but I mean, let's let, let's talk about let's um, forget about her name for it. Let's talk about. Uh, her faux pas at the airport the other day. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that? Oh, she got herself in a lot of trouble. I mean, I can't. I mean, I, I've done it myself, and I'm surprised because when I did it, and I did do this, I went to see my, my dad. I mean, listeners, some of the regular listeners will probably know my dad lives in the south of France. Occasionally, going to visit him. Um, first went down there around 2001, just before 9/11. Actually, um, no, I didn't know you for 9/11, um, but just before 9/11. Pop down there. Probably now the rules are stricter, in fact. Um, pop down to the airport with a, with a bunch of friends. All, you know, lads. Going on holiday. Um, have you got anything in your bag? Did you pack your bags up? All the questions. Yeah. I said, yeah, I've got a bomb in my bag. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, um, oh, they're like, so, if, you say, if you say that again, I'm going to have to call security. I kill said, you. I'm I'm have to kill you. So I won't say it again. I didn't say it again. Just no. said, no, I haven't really. It's a little bit of a joke. It's backfired. Um, sorry. <laughs> Let's let's move on. And, they said, and it's been a while fine. since since that happened. And Jackie Bundon, um, for my money, I think she should know better. Well, I think that the big question is: Does is she know too, anything? Is it well? And also, is it too soon to be going on a foreign holiday? You know, you go. She's going to Tenerife. A lot of fun. I feel like we're plagiarising people's <laughs> material here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't feel like it until just then, but I think we're, we're stealing Richard Herring's material. That's fine. We'll just name check Richard Herring. Well, he, he mentioned this. Okay. He has mentioned this. Name checked there. Always credit your source. Oh, that's someone else's material. Um, okay. Uh, Boulder Dash. When was the last time you talked Boulder Dash? <laughs> Seldom. It's going to be fun to edit. This will take you all day. I'm not editing much. I don't know, I don't, I don't, Just every time there's a silence, you'll be able to cut out. Well, we've got to take the funny bits. Yeah. You can't make all this in too much. Yeah, but there aren't, there aren't any funny bits, really. Yeah, there are. It's great. Well, it wasn't last time we did it. You ever listen to podcasts? Most of it's not funny. It's fine. People don't care. Oh. People like warm sounds in their head. And they're sitting on the, if you're sitting on the tube, you just want to listen to some people talking. I think I've got an annoying voice, though. <sighs> well, I have at the moment. I've been blocked up, all blocked up. It's fine, it's fine, you've got to get into it. Yeah, it I'm, I'm a little bit bummed, I need some old bass oil. Really? What <laughs> I you put some old bass oil on my pillow what yesterday. What you want is you want some Sudafed. You know when you're just rolling around and, and you're a bit hungover and you're rolling around your face just mashing you into... You put it directly onto your pillow. <laughs> You'll put it in a little bit of tissue under your pillow. Look, I know that's, the, that's what the instructions say, but I, I always put it directly on. Do the instructions say that? Or is they, that they just actually... what your mum tells well, you? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something I've got. That <laughs> just happens I've got a bottle to hand. I don't think the instructions Here. say that. It's, it's, also, yeah, um, it's, it's a very large bottle as well. Uh, this is 28 mil. Um, which in Albus terms is, um, is, is, is uh, supersized. This is a direct quote I'm pulling from the Albus or bottle, Tim. 
At night, sprinkle two or three drops onto a tissue tucked inside a pillowcase for all-night relief. Oh, I knew that was on there, but I'm, 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 I'm a bit upset that, that I had to prove it to you. Well, I wasn't... I just wondered. I've never read the bottle. It does say that on it. And Which all-night relief was that easy to achieve? Well, it was fine until the morning. I didn't actually use a tissue. Um, but it, it doesn't say all-night relief from the symptoms of blocked-up nose. It just says all-night relief, Look, which I, is I, a I pretty was, big... Got to be honest, I was paraphrasing. It's a pretty big statement. I was paraphrasing that. Um, clear, painful signs of nasal, nasal congestion. I didn't know this. You can use it as a muscular pain rub. Can you now? Yeah. I'll, I'll have some of that. Massage into the papal area how many times a day, do you think? Well, probably three to four. Three. But not, four not, if it's... Not four. Would that do? Many. <laughs> What's going to happen? What would happen? Let's bring them up. Who makes Olver's oil? Really? Uh, well, why don't you guess? You're, you're very good at companies. It's probably Smithline. Glaxo Smithline. No, you'll never get it. Is it Olivio? Is no. it the same people who make the margarine? You'll never get this. They're based, Stork. In, they're based in Gloucester. Gloucester? Isis? <laughs> <laughs> What's Isis? Don't that hotel know. chain? That's Ibis. <laughs> Yeah, Ibis aren't English though, are they? No, they're Australian. Yeah, no, Kiwi. European. Kiwi. I'd say they're Danish. Well, the Ibis is uh, the uh, Kiwi national bird. No, it's not. No, That's it's a Kiwi. Not. That's a Kiwi. <laughs> We're talking national birds, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Ibis is a national bird or something. I think it might be Australia. That's oh, no, like a that's cassowary. The, that's the emu. A cassowary. It's the emu. The emu. Is it? The, the Ibis is something. What's the national bird of England? The robin red. Bloody um, robin griffin, robin. isn't it? Not a griffin. That's the national bird of Midland Bank. Griffin Saver account. Did you know that? Yeah, Andrew, well, of course my, dad, of course, well, my dad works for, used to work for Midland, um, uh, HSB, nay Midland Bank. Um, I, when they turned I HSB, retired, team, I was very angry. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this because it's taken me a long time to talk about it. But the insignia change was uh, genius. When they, well, the Griffin was brilliant. But the insignia change, the the, uh, the changeover period was, was brilliant because they changed the logo first. Yeah, and they still had Midland written in the little so Midland. Yeah, it's never, still Midland Bank. No one noticed. A year later, I, I I tell you what, I noticed a lot, and I wrote a letter to the Midland. Um, it was around circa 95, I think, which is about the time they did it. Um, I couldn't believe it. Um, they wrote me a letter saying, oh, we're now a different bank. Um, you know, if you want to leave, you can. And so they'd sucked me in because, of the, you know, they'd offered me credit. You yeah. know, I couldn't pay it back. So oh, I was like, well, I don't have any choice. How much? A bit. Tens of thousands? Some. I don't know. Yeah, Within somewhere somewhere around there, and uh, they sugared the pill actually by giving me a motorbike. Of course they did. They said we'll give you a motorbike. Yeah, Harley, full size. No, it wasn't. It was a scooter, just a little scooter. I sold it for twelve twelve hundred twelve hundred pound. Actually, Barry sold it for me. Now I thought you were joking, but you're not joking, are you? So they gave me a motorbike, sugared the pill. Uh, interestingly, when I, has that become an acceptable <laughs> practice for a bank? When did they start a, giving motorbikes? Giving a motorbike. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard them give HMV vouchers, our price vouchers, back in the day, or around these records. So. I am misleading the but listeners a little. What happened was there, there was a competition. Never heard of that. There was uh, a competition. Uh, but I didn't, you um, didn't have to enter it. The way you entered it was by opening a student account. Everyone opened a student account at the branch that year, um, won a motorbike. <laughs> no, they didn't win a motorbike. One of one lucky student account owner would get the motorbike. Out of how many do you think? Well, uh, each, here's the each interesting branch. thing. I, each, branch. each branch. Well, I, mean, I think it was just this branch, just my branch. Luckily, I come, from, I come from a new town um, called yeah. Harlow, and I was the only person who went to university that year, I think, out of 80,000 people. So I got the motorbike by default, because no one else 
I can't believe no one uh, else looked at that promotion and thought I'd like the most part. Because you, you can't, though. You can't get a student account unless you're going to university. Unless you're a student. Unless you're a student. These are the days before New Labour. Before, well, it was just about New Labour. Before everyone went to university. Now, I mean, you'd have a lot of competition. Because everyone goes to university. Because everything is a university now, isn't it? Everything I mean, is a university. Famously, we're thinking of setting one up ourselves here. Uh, uh, 2A. Yeah, um... What, that was that was a project um, at the back end of last year, I think. We had to wind that one down. It was inoperable. Yeah. I, can't we didn't, we didn't, I don't think we, we had enough no staff. Oh, we didn't, I don't think we had any sport. We didn't have sport covered. Oh, I couldn't get sport the science. CBT check thing, the criminal background check. I couldn't get it. Why? Because you're possibly... Um, I couldn't get it. A bad I don't think we need to go into why I couldn't get person. it. Well, according to the law, well, how much? What have you done? I mean, I've, I've known you for a while, Tim. What? But I, I don't, I don't really know about this. What have you? Do you want to? I worked in tell Japan me for a year with some children. I think that some there were some accusations made. Nothing went to trial. Where? Where? Where did you work? Just in a little private school. Wasn't in Scotland, was it? <coughs> no, it's in Japan. Uh, little private school. Um, some accusations were made. You did nothing to do. You didn't. Right. So what? Well, no, no debt. No killing. You didn't kill anyone. It never went to trial. I mean, you, that, what else do I need to say? What did you do to the Japanese kids? I didn't do anything. Why did you do all sorts what, of things? What are you accused of? Well, my teaching practices were, some would say, eccentric. Yeah. Um, but I got results. And, that, and, you know, at the end of the day, that's what I was paid to do. I was paid to get results. Did you, t- did you touch the children, Tim? Yes. Inappropriately? Well, that depends on the definition of inappropriate. And that's something they couldn't, they couldn't nail me. Um, did you touch any of the boys or girls? Um, oh, it's getting pretty heavy between, between their legs. Well, yeah, obviously. Hmm? Um, huh? You see, that's, that's, illegal. that's, that's certainly legal in the UK. Yeah, and that's, that's fine. That's fine. Unless you're doing a wrestling what move. Was in the them. UK though, was I? What is that? What is that wrestling move where you grab their crotch and you grab their shoulder and you just pick them up and like a sidewalk oh, slam you, or something? Your... A sidewalk slam or something? <clears throat> Not sure. There's a, what's one we? Oh, I say um. What's one we do with your back. legs? You back break, maybe your leg. Back break, back break. A similar pick up. Then yeah, back break. What's a DDT? DDT is where you grab their their head through your through your arm under your arm and drop them and fall back. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's called. Uh, it's not a su- It's not a suplex. It's um. So, I think it's, I think it's just sidewalks. But it's where you tip them, tip them right over. I just got to turn my alarms going off in the other room. The thing is with my alarm, is it starts off just beep beep beep, beep 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 beep. You think that's fine? Nice way to wake up. It's more um more aggressive. Beep, 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 you only get one of those sunshine ones that wakes you up with the sunshine. Well, how does that work? Well, it's got a massive... It controls the sun. <laughs> what, what more than one person's got one and they want to wake up at a different time? What does the can't, sun can't do? Be done. Can't be done. It's the first person who buys one. Unfortunately, that person was Rupert Murdoch and um, he, he got his hands on one. He got his hands on one and, um, well, he controls the sun. It's the end of the story. So, the sun's not on a regular... It's in, in all the science and that, that's wrong. Yeah. That doesn't well, work. Well, up, up until, up until um, I think it was... Um, Philips. Um, Philips Invent. Yeah. You, know, they, you know, they're all about inventing stuff recently. As adverts, <coughs> where they, where they say, look, Philips are changing well, the world. If I invented they, the they CD. They actually were changing the world at that point. If I invented the CD, ago, I, I would be pretty pleased with myself. I'd talk about it. Yeah, but they got they got ideas. They got too big for their boots, and they thought, well, let's control the sun. They have something to so do with the private, So they privatised the sun, and um, 
And they, they, what they, gave them the right to do that? They managed to somehow fit it into the What gave the Dutch control. engineering magnates the right to do that? Know, well, I think, At what point did they own the sun? I think God was going through lean times, so he just... Uh, and he licensed... Was it God? It was God. Well, presumably God owned the sun originally. Or did... I think he might have... I think, I think he might have already actually... Did leased he devolve power of the might, sun to the, to the Holy Ghost? I think he might have leased it to the Holy Ghost for, for a short time. But I think, actually, I think, the Holy Ghost probably wouldn't because the Holy Ghost is a wind. Well, actually, the Holy... I mean, technically, the Holy, the, the Holy Ghost... Um, a wind with the sun, the sun, the wind, the stars... Now, this, conf- this confused me, but I think the Holy Ghost is God. No. I think well, he's a subsidiary. No, yeah, well, yes, he's kind of like the Martin Media... God's the umbrella. Um, yeah, the umbrella Dunbar Media is the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And then the, Lord um, Mirth Limited and Radio Two A are like the Holy Ghost. Um, then then God, God, the, God the Father is God. And then God the Son, obviously Jesus, God the Holy Ghost. This is so a, Jesus some is some kind of gas or wind or whatever. It's but a then, wind. It's not a gas. It's a wind. The Holy Ghost is a wind. But then, if if God is three things, and God the Father is God, then God is God. Then God is Himself, and God is two other like things York, as well. Like New York, New York. You know, so good they named it twice. Yeah. God, God. Yeah. Oh, so he's the best one. Yeah, because New York, New York is New York City, New York State. So good they named yeah. it twice. Yeah. God, God, so good they named him twice. Like I thought God. it was just doing the song, like New York, New York thing. I never really understood that. I, well, I, I've never looked it up, but I was just oh, I meant to, New it? York City, New York State. Oh, I thought it just... Really? I thought it was just because of the song. Or I, the other thing I thought was New York used to be the called Fra- New The Frank Sinatra song. Used to be called New Amsterdam. So good they named it twice. Originally it was called New Amsterdam, but they changed its name to New York. thought that might be that as well. If you know, you know, give us a call. We don't have a phone number, but, you know, text in. Uh, well, I've, I've got a phone number. I could Do you want to give it out on Not there? really. I need to know who's listening to this. You can have bloody... Uh, right into uh, news at newsnewsnewsnews.com or editor at newsnewsnewsnews.com. You or. could have, like, bloody, you know, that Bronson fella listening in his cell. Like, younger listening, as Charlie Brooker said recently, um, well not recently, a couple of years ago, uh, people on the TV they don't care what you're doing at home. You could be drowning a cat in a bucket, injecting heroin into your eye. Uh, no one knows what people are doing while while listening to this. I would like to think that at least one person is slowly masturbating to my voice and mine with me, me. And if you are, um, keep keep going. Um, as Winston Churchill once said, if you're um, going through hell, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, that, no, no. Uh, is there a cafeteria full of coffee? Ah, uh, yeah. Because I've told myself I've got to work in uh, 40 min. So, uh, you know, well, there's 40 minutes more of this to come, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next. Is it uh, downstairs? It's downstairs, yeah. Uh, I'll just pop down and get that. Uh, but I'll <coughs> keep you talking uh, with uh, a weather report. What's the weather looking like for the next week? Well, uh, Tim, um, as you can see, if we walk, as you can't see because you've gone downstairs, <laughs> if we look outside, um, <coughs> now it is overcast. Is it overcast? It's kind of like a hazy sunshine, I suppose. Um, plane flying over um, on its uh, flight past to Heathrow there. We've got a north-facing window, of course. Um, and uh, I think probably the sky will clear up completely a bit later and we'll have a, a lovely uh, a lovely sunny, sunny lovely day. Lovely hot pot, um, yeah. Lovely hot pot back. Now, I don't think it'll be ideal picnic weather because I think there'll be a bit of a breeze. Of course, you tried to organise a picnic yesterday, didn't you, with limited success? Uh, I did, yeah. Well, it was a, it was a shot in the dark, to be honest. Um, sorry if anyone was interested have in, learned, in, have you learned anything in enjoy, enjoying my company. And it turned out they weren't. Tell uh, the listeners what you tried. At least, well, I, I put a, uh, uh, an event, made an event on Facebook. Um, Mark's a big fan of the book. My phone. Can you just top that up? Just put, put the light at the top. He's in Tim, give me half a cup of coffee there. Um, too little. 
Yeah, I, I, I made an event on Facebook. I put just a just a punt in the dark. It looks like a nice day for it. I put a picture of Yogi Bear on it. And uh, the only person who said yes was a man called Kenneth Nsubuga. Um, he's one of my uh, Ugandan friends. And um, he... Uh, one of many Ugandan friends. Just one. And uh, he didn't really... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like I've got more, if I say. It makes it sound like all your friends are... Or like you've got loads of Ugandan friends. Yeah, so I have you know, Have you got any other sort just of ethnic, ethnic friends? Uh, Cameroon. Cameroon, loads of them. One. It's one. Kenyan. How many? One. Is there any nation that you've got more than one friend, or have you just got 195 friends, and that's like one from every What is a friend? State? What is a friend? Well, that's an interesting one. What is a friend? Yeah. Is I mean, have I met people um, from... Is it someone whose phone number you've got? <sighs> I guess it is, or I have an email. Well, I've got the operator's phone number, and I don't, I'm not a friend of... I mean, I'm, email. I've got it. I've got customer care at Sainsbury's email. Well, famously, of course, I know more than one person from the UK. That's that's, that's given. Well, obviously, that would be excluded. Yeah. Ireland? No, not really. Don't know anyone from Ireland, do you? Don't think I do. Not the Irish Republic? Well, I mean, I've met people from Ireland. Not your friends? Not my friends. Uh, Colombia. I'd say I could could push Colombian. In fact, definitely Colombia. I know two people... I've got two friends from Colombia. I think a friend is someone who gives you a warm feeling when they uh, touch you. Uh, so therefore I've got quite a few uh, uh, small Japanese friends. When they touch you. Yeah. I was going to say radiator, of course. You touch your radiator, the radiator can't touch Very you. Very much so. That, that rules out inanimate objects. Yeah, certainly. Um, how about when you, that. How about when you touch by the hand of God? Well, God's your friend. So he is. What about the Holy Ghost? He's a wind. Hallelujah. What about when a wind touches you? It's the Holy Ghost. Let's stop talking about God again. I like the what were we talking about? What's a friend? What's what a friend? You're the one who brought God up. The Holy I Ghost. was talking about the picnic. Uh, ill-fated. Turns out no one likes me. Didn't need to organise a picnic to find that out. Well, I'll know next time. Just ask me in future. What? Does anyone like me? No, they don't. Right? Yeah. Moving on. That's what friends are for. What is a friend? I would say you're a friend, Tim, for telling me that. Very, Do I very, give you a warm feeling when I touch you? Very, very candid. No, you make me, uh, you make, uh, you overwhelm me with a sense of disgust. Make your skin crawl. Because normally well, you're I half, be a friend, normally you're half naked when you try and touch me. Why, Have you ever tried to touch me fully clothed? I'm fully clothed now. <laughs> I'm wearing some, you can't Yeah, see. and you're not trying I'm to touch me. i pretty smart chalk striped Primark trousers. Lovely, today. lovely pink Ralph Lauren. Uh, uh, pink uh, Ralph, Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. I think I think you find it. It used to be Loren, and then it changed to Lauren when Friends happened. Get get out of town. Yeah, when when Rachel started working for Friends, everyone found out it was Ralph Lauren. I get over in TV's Friends, starring Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Ralph Lauren. Um, I wonder if they'll ever make a film of that. There was talk of it. Friends. Yeah. <sighs> I wouldn't have thought. So. I, I, I think they ended. Per- I think it's when they fall on hard times. They ended it perfectly. They'll not want to make a well, film. I think they ended it perfectly in the fact they ended it. No, I was a fan. I was a fan. This Can, can I shock you? If you say I was a fan, it won't be a shock because you said it already. No, that's, I haven't finished the sentence. Okay. I was a fan of Joey. TV's Matt LeBlanc. The, spin- the spin-off. Joey. Watched it uh, Watched it religiously. Well, that's um, glad someone did. Actually a, actually a very funny show. And Brent Spiner from uh, Star Trek um, Next Generation. Never seen it. Played uh, Data. Actually, no, I have seen it. I saw half an episode once. Much better. I think when I, was in, um, when I was in London's America on holiday, I saw it there. The best thing I learned about it was uh, Joey's, um, Joey's pulling uh, technique. 
So I pick up, or I don't know what they call it in America, pick up technically. How are you doing? No, no, well, I mean, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, but he was, he was trying to teach his, um, his ways to his, um, geeky, um, geeky nephew. Excellent device. Excellent. It was brilliant, actually. And uh, he was the kid, he, oh, it doesn't matter which one, I think he's from American Pie. No, he wasn't from there. Road trip. Pie, the road, road trip he was from. Road trip two. Road trip. And, um, 40 Days and 40 Nights, that one with, uh, Josh Hartnett, where he, where he can't have a sex. I thought that was, no, Six Days, Seven Nights. Yeah, that's Harrison Ford. Film. No, excellent film. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford and, um... The gay girl, the, the lesbian woman. Oh, and Anne Hesch. David Schwimmer. Anne Hesch. And David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. In what is probably Schwimmer. the greatest film made in the in the 90s, if, if indeed it was it's in not. the 90s. It's not in the 90s, I don't think, it, it's, it, it was. It's not a good film. Jurassic Park. It's not a good film. No, it's just, I mean, that's not, I'm not comparing it to a, to, to a good film, because I don't... Is it the best film of the 20th century? century? So it's not even Harrison Ford's best film in the 90s. <laughs> That's a cool Air Force film. One. Air Force One. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a brilliant! That was a good film. That was, that was, a, that was good. Wait a Such second. a strong man. Is there a correlation between films with big vehicles in and them being good? Films with big vehicles. A vehicle is a film that an actor's in. No, the, no, film, no. the film itself is a vehicle. You put a big plane in a film. Oh, big vehicles. Good. Oh, sorry. Put a big okay. ship in a film. Suddenly, it's good. Put uh, big there must be car, examples. A bus, bus speed. There must be examples. Bus, come great on, film, speed, come on, bus, it's got great to be. Film. Was that a big bus? Just a normal. Well, it's just a bus. It's a big hand, vehicle. Uh, coach. Big vehicle. Uh, is there a film with a big truck in? Uh, yes. A rig. Well, uh, there is not a jewel. Dumb and Dumber. I was thinking of that big rig that drives past them when they're on the motorbike. Have you seen Universal Soldier? Is that with Hulk Hogan in? No, that's with John Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. Massive truck in that. Well, there you go. It's a good film. Very, very good it's film. Good, well, there very you good go. film. Point Pro. Terminator Two. Point of course, Pro. you've never seen. Tim's famous has never seen either of the Terminator films. Um, if if you if that if that shocks you, and if you um if you want to uh, try to address the situation, do email do email Tim on the uh, email I gave you earlier. Uh, yeah, we'll put it across the bottom of the screen as well. Yeah, because um, that is we can make it so it comes up on the iPod. I think. I think we can make that. it's a big truck full of liquid nitrogen, Tim. And uh, I won't tell you what it does, but uh, you'll you'll want to watch. Speed that. Two Cruise Control, an excellent film. Massive ship, massive turkey. Well, I mean, do I do I have to mention the bounty? I mean, it did have a massive turkey in it. It was a massive turkey. The bounty. Hmm? I think we're disproving our own theory. Well, we're disproving. Nineteen eighty-four is the bounty. Massive ship, massive film. Titanic. So just bringing it back to Joey's pulling technique, um, he uh, he says to his geeky nephew, who um, who has he's never been on the pulley, doesn't know doesn't know what he's doing. I think a lot of us can relate to that actually. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, he uh, he says you've got to work out what number out of ten you are, like how how attractive you are out of ten, and then you can go. Um, you should go two points either That's way. What they call even dating. I've heard of this before. So Joey, he said, you know, I'm a nine, he says. Is he, though? It's funny. Funny, funny line, because he's arrogant. It's funny. Narcissist. Well, and he says, so he can, so, you know, you can have a ten, or he can, like, go, go down to a seven, but, you know, he wouldn't, wouldn't go any lower than seven. He doesn't need he to. He can go down to zero, though. Yeah, he does, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need doesn't to. doesn't need to. He shouldn't need doesn't to. doesn't need to. Um, shouldn't need he to. Doesn't, he doesn't, well, doesn't want to. But, you know, he can essentially go, go all the way up to ten. Well, he can have anything, is what he's saying. But here's, 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 the, um, here's the overall. He can, he can break up his, his maximum into two, so he can. So um, his hypothetical maximum would be an eleven, um, which doesn't really exist. But that means he can have. Um, if he wants a threesome, he can have a six and a five. Right. 
Okay. So you could, for example, have a threesome with uh, what would you? What would be a five? Jackie Bundam. Jackie Bundam is not a five by any stretch of the imagination. She's a she's a two. So what's a five then? Well, a five is something Carol Smiley, distinctly average. Carol Smiley. Carol Smiley. Carol Smiley and Philippa Forrester. <laughs> well, hang on, well, hang on, hang on a second here. Philippa Forrester is an eight by anyone's by anyone's standards. She was. She's not anymore. Have you seen her recently? I don't think she's I a want state. to. She's a she's a five. What? Well, we're looking for a six. She's had children. What? And she's old. And she wasn't that great to, to start with. The reason people thought she was fit is she used to wear leather this trousers l- on robot wars. This Langer people. Which doesn't make people... This Langer people. Caroline Core is probably a six. What? <laughs> well, okay, so you can have Caroline Core and Philippa Forrester. No, no, Caroline Core and Carol Smiley. The two Carols, the two Carol Carols. Carol Smiley and Carol... Great TV show for the two Carols. It'll be about having a threesome with Carol Smiley and, and uh, Caroline Core. And the Christmas special could be called Christmas Carol. Yeah, and Jim would adjudicate. Jim from the course, Jim Core. Bloke core, bloke core. He'd, shoot, he'd, he'd tell you how good the um, how good the uh, the the sex Christmas Carol was, the porn that you were making was. Make porn, it's a terrible with my idea. sister. <laughs> what a terrible idea! No one would agree to it either. Speaking of terrible ideas for TV shows, yeah. guess what? Uh, Make what, porn what with I was my watching sister. the other day, I was watching. Um, what was it called? That's a terrible idea. Takeaway challenge or something. What was the thing called? Oh, Ken Hom's Takeaway Hot Walk. Takeaway Hot Walk. Um, now this, ladies and gentlemen... Is that only Ken Hom or is it different people? Everywhere? I don't know, because I've only watched one of them. And I, do, I should have pressed seriously on the Sky Plus. Ken Hom looked like he was very much in control of it, though. I think it's a Ken Hom vehicle. I think things, he's, he's fallen on hard times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ken Hom is challenged uh, to make, for the same amount as a, a couple would spend on a, on a Chinese takeaway... Yeah. In the same time, yeah, very much, um, so. a, a and meal, the same quality, a meal of a higher standard or of, of equal or equal higher standard. standard. Um, yeah. so e- it, equals equals. Re- I mean, you don't want to make it equal. You just want to make it equal. <laughs> <laughs> it would be degrading himself. Yeah, frankly. But and the interesting thing, I about, think he did make it. I think he did make it. He well, only just won. He only just won. Yeah. Um, so what they do is there's a Chinese takeaway down the road. I think in this case it was called the Kung Fu Palace. No, Po Kung, King King Yong, King King, Yong. King Po, King Po, King King, King, King Po Fong, a massive uh, Teletubby, of course. It was um, called um, the King Po um, down the road. So what, what happens is Ken Hom turns up at their house and says, "Oh hi, I'm Ken Hom." They're like, "Oh goodness, um, here you are, Ken Hom." We were thinking about having a Chinese takeaway. Um, he says, "No need. I'm the world's greatest Chinese chef." I'll cook it up for you. And, and, and they say, well, we don't need say, to get a takeaway then. They say, well, we don't need to get a takeaway, but we're going to get one anyway because we're not sure we trust that you're as good at cooking as the Chinese takeaway. Which would, uh, if and I was Ken Hong, I mean, he's a, very, he's a very calm man, but I'd be furious. Frankly, there's a lot of goodwill associated with their local takeaway. We've, Ken gone, Ken we've gone to them for many years. They deliver promptly. They give us a bottle of wine if we spend more than £10. Yeah. Like, Ken, are you offering all that? And he's like, well, I can't do the bottle of wine, but I can cook you some food. I've brought some stuff around. It's a bit like Ready Steady Cook. He's got a bag of food. He's probably got from a local yeah. Does it have a big, a big uh, red apple on it? Uh, red tomato. Green. Green tomato. Pepper. Green. Green. Red pepper. Red green tomato, tomato. Green pepper. No, because you can get a red pepper as well. You get green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes at the whistle stop. Mm, they're not. They're rarer than green peppers. That's true. I'm, not sure, that's, that's I'm not sure if that's the point of the issue. Though. Anyway, Ken Hom's round your house. They order a Chinese. They're like, um, I'll have number thirty-seven, number forty-eight, whatever. Yeah. Load of stuff. Yeah. Do you want free for exactly that? Like, look for fuck's sake, we're on the, you know, we're on the telly. Swearing. Don't ask 
don't ask questions like, do I want prawn uh, crackers? They're like, yeah, right, we'll have the prawn crackers, yes, we'll have the free bottle of wine. Ken Hom's here, he's already started cooking, get the fucking stuff round. Yeah. Bloke starts frying at the Kung yeah. Fu Palace, and um, Ken Hom's having a cook. Uh, a nice leisurely pace, it has to be said. At this point, the programme gets very exciting, jeopardy, because um, the people at the Kung Fu Palace, they cook the food really quickly... But somehow it's miles away, so they put the food on the bike. Oh, yeah. And the little man starts cycling around. It's like that episode of Father Ted where he's got to, like, stop milk floats. Exactly. It's just like that. And they keep cutting to the man um, on his motorbike revving at red lights whilst Ken Hom's sweating over a hot stove but smiling. I I mean, he's he's, he's having a lot of fun. He's doing it very calmly. Um, He's he's having a great time. He's got that sort of American Chinese accent. I can't really do it, but it's brilliant. Uh, it's uh, French. <laughs> That's Dutch. No, I, um, I'm quite good at Dutch. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it in Dutch. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just cooking the Chinese meal here. Uh, so I don't think there's any um, very, very leisurely pace. <laughs> I'm going to be putting the the, uh, <laughs> the spring onions in here and uh, and the hot noodles, and I'm having a lovely time. So that's happening. Um, anyway, at the end of the show, obviously, the, the takeaway arrives just before Ken's finished cooking. He's plating up at the same time as yeah. them plating up. They're all plating yeah. up. Then they blindfold the people. I'm not sure why they have to blindfold them, because obviously... Well, because, I mean, the first part is with the eye, isn't it? Yeah, but they both look the same. It just looks like they're a Chinese slop on both plates. Uh, well, I think you can, you can actually see MSG now. <laughs> Well, Ken Hom was using it. Was he? Of course he was. He's making China food. He's making China food. It's all sort of it is. It's just salt. salt. Mm. Um, anyway, so they put it on the plate. They do the taste test. The woman, obviously, um, say, oh, that one's delicious. That's Ken Hom's. And she said the other one. Did she say that? No, she said it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the man, of course. The man who's just a complete idiot. He preferred the takeaway. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's still nice, actually. Yeah, give out, give out an 11 out of 10. You can't give an 11. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, give it nine a... Nine and a half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, fine, nine and a half. Half that's really out of 20, it's out of 20. And half marks were out of 20. That's supposed to be out of 10, you've made it out of 20 now. Why have you done that? There's no point in making it out of 20. Can you put some more coffee in there, please? So this bloke goes and um, says that... Anyway, at the end of it, um, final score, 15 points, 15 points to Ken Hom, 13 and a half to the takeaway... And Ken just Hom- a meaning. And, and the voiceover's like, and, and, and the closest challenge yet for Ken Nahom, but he wins again. And you're like, yeah, but I mean, that's, it's a moral victory for the takeaway. It makes you wonder how good are good chefs? Because for a fact. How good are good well, chefs? And they're proving that they're not that good. Yeah. I mean, famously makes his food in a backstreet uh, back uh, unit, similar to the unit on, on what East Enders. food? All his restaurants. Legally, we might have to cut this out. The lawyers aren't listening. He makes. <laughs> he makes. <laughs> he makes <laughs> I'm going on record saying this. He, he's a he'd, get, he'd get furious if he heard he's this. He's a local lad. Um, he only lives around the corner. Chelsea, isn't it? Lives <laughs> listen, I think. Again, legally, I'm not sure I can say it, but I will say it's a fact that he. A, he does listen, And B, all of the food. You go for dinner, you, you pay it you pay £100. At least, yeah. You see, you people like Lee Dranscott down there just throwing money yes, around, throwing right. money around, silly money. I don't mind saying. Um, you go down there. The food is microwaved, yeah, um, in a, uh, a unit, a unit in, in a Stockwell, and then delivered by motorbike. Stockwell, a lot of gun crime there now. It's delivered by motorbike into the back, of <laughs> put onto silver service plates and that, and then cloth, just put a cloth on top. Have you, you had- get better food down at Kung Po? The place that nearly beat Ken Hom. 
But have you ever had your food delivered to you with a cloche over the top? Never. I just love that's to. That's happen. Happened on The Apprentice the other week, and that Geordie yeah, guy... that Geordie guy said, oh, I've always wanted... Oh, I've always wanted that. Oh, you fuck off. Apparently, he fucked, um, he fucked the blonde one. Well, I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Not my words. The word, well, actually, my words. She's a nice-looking <laughs> nice girl. I'm not sure how intelligent she is, but she's a um, nice-looking nice girl. I don't think it matters. Yeah, she's all right. I mean, she's about an eight. What, she's better than... I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, great story about... Apparently Big mouth, but I mean, that's not necessarily bad thing. Again, legal check. We'll check with some lies before it goes out. Someone listening to know worked in TV. Um, yeah. He say that, um, I think she's doing the lottery. You know, she's doing the lottery numbers. Did she? Yeah, she's doing the lotto numbers. He was he was like cameraman or something. Well, before, um, a runner. Oh, what's his bloody name? Everyone does it now, don't they? No, uh, what's his, like, the one who actually voiced the balls? No, she didn't do the voice. Yeah, she was just a woman on it. Said, oh, now let's press the button or whatever hour she talks. Dedico, Alan Dedico. It wasn't him. She just came on, you know, she's like the presenter anyway. Oh, yeah, Eamon Holmes on it. Was. This guy was a runner, or maybe a researcher. Nick I went Knowles. in, bang, knocked on the door, opened the door, um, we need you on set now. She's in there frigging herself off. What? Fact. That's a fact. Check uh-huh. it with the lawyers. That's a fact. She's from frigging herself off in her dressing room. I thought it was a lottery. I thought it was going to be a boring lottery story. I kind of I, I zoned out in the middle section. Can you just repeat that, please? My friend, um, Issei, is working as a runner on this show. Might not have been my friend. Yeah, it was my friend. I can't remember. It's one of those stories. It might be made yeah, up. Thing, anyway. thing's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> it, might be, it might be a friend of a friend, so this could be a lie. I might just be making it up as we go along. Um, he walks into the studio knowing to, he's a researcher or runner. I can't remember. <laughs> Knocks on her door. Just make it up. <laughs> opens the door. Opens the door. She's freaking herself off. And she says to him, you tell anyone about this and, and I'll have you killed. Which well, doesn't say that I'll have you killed. But she, you'll, you'll never be a runner in, in BBC Scotland and again. And he did. Or he told me. Or told maybe you. told someone else. Or and now me. we're telling you. Now we're telling you, the listener, because we get it. I mean, don't bother with Gordon Smart's Bazaar in the Sun or the 3M girls. We've got the gossip. Uh, here's another one for you. Mike Myers. George Clooney. This is what the I was talking... highest possible source, the Mike Myers one. This is what yeah. I was talking to, talking to the 3AM girls about yesterday. Really? Well, 3AM girls. You met the 3 friends. girls. Nah, it's friends, actually. Um, it's like one of my stories. No, George Clooney. George Clooney. They signed contracts um, so that um, to say, we'll give you a lot more good stuff if you don't reveal this. Well, a lot of that goes on, you know. Of course, we're not... We're not in it for the money. We're in it for the people. Of course, we won't be able to uh, broadcast this probably. Say George Clooney's be sued for a lot of money. Well, no, it's going on. Why is it he is done nothing wrong? Huh? Yeah, but he might try and prove he's not. By, How's he going to prove he's not? Having sex with a woman in front of us. Having sex with Calista Flockhart in the court. She's. I don't be. She's not really even a woman. Weird looking thing. I, I think she's very attractive. Funny mouth. Probably would be really annoying. But Harrison Ford went out with her, and I think um, I think, I think he's man. probably got good standards. What was Callista Flockhart? Is she a seven? Ah, oh, she well, in her day, I think she was she was a good a strong eight. Really a strong eight. What better than Philippa Forrester in her day? She was an eight. Philippa Forrester oh, on Robot Wars. Oh yeah, <laughs> with um, Craig Charles. Oh no. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. The lawyer's already working having a lot of trouble. If this gets into the charts on the iTunes, we're in a lot of trouble. I don't know what this is. We'll be sued from pillar to post. 
This is going to be amazing. You can't say The thing is, my friend said to me once, I think it was the same friend who saw freaking herself. And this friend's going to feature a lot in this podcast series. Um, let's, <laughs> call real? Him, let's call him Morris. Dave. Mo- Dave. Let's call him Dave Morris. Son. Dave Morrison. Dave Morrison. Dave Morrison. James um, Morrison. Dave Morrison. He, he said to me, "If you ain't got nothing, you ain't got nothing to lose. There's no point in uh, in in worrying about getting sued if you haven't got anything to get sued for. Yeah. Don't bang that checks; they'll come out. Yeah, I know. I've been doing that'll it a lot. The listeners, that'll annoy the listeners. That's, no, I think what is it? Yeah, what they'll kind think, of malfunction? You know, when you listen to radio shows, I, I always think, what kind of setup have they got in there? Where's everyone sitting? Well, um, I mean, we'll people be doing like a that podcast now. at some point, so you'll be able to see. Not yet." I'll have to change, like, I'll have to a pretty good camera angle for the way I'm sitting at the moment. Uh, I mean, it's... Well, we'll explain to people later. Graf- so where were graphic we? at best. My mate Dave, yeah, so he said, you've got nothing, we've got nothing to worry about. Dave, Morris Davidson, David Morrison. David Morrissey, said... David Morrissey. James Morrissey. David Morrissey. Stephen Patrick Morrissey. Stephen Fry. Stephen Coogan. Coogan's run. Coogan's bluff. Um, <laughs> call my bluff. Can heat? <laughs> no, you can't, have can, you can't have can heat. Why not? Call my bluff. Can heat doesn't work. Right. Well, I'm out then. Huh. So you're listening to Radio Two A in association with Lord Mirth Limited. Guy of Can Heat um, on the road again. Their biggest hit, of course. Was it? Yes, it was. Um, now he sounds. He used to remind me when I listened to that song we had on the McVitie's Rock Classics uh, tape that came through with some biscuits, obviously. Um, not as good as the PG Tips comedy tape I once got um, with some tea. Maybe not, but listen to li- Trevor and Simon. Listen to that oh, song. That might be work. Saying why are you late? Yeah, it probably will be. I'll tell you the listener. Listen to that song Can Heat on the road again. The the lead singer of Can Heat sounds exactly the same as Karate off Batfink. Um, now maybe not everyone can remember Batfink. Um, I'd imagine people my age can. I'm I'm 28, uh, born in 1980. A uh, very popular show at the time. Only five minutes long, um, but brilliant. Um, you'll remember his wings were like a shield of steel. And uh, I think he had to fight some kind of mad professor with a um, some kind of big dome over his head, I think. Batmobile uh, there. Batty. Bats. Uh, what do you want to say about bats, really? Um, Simon Pegg. Uh the sketch featuring Batman, um, certainly by name, not by uh, not actually the character. Uh, you had to um, get angry with a load of kids in a in a in a, in a kind of a cage. Uh, they hadn't written this. It was a radio DJ. Um, he had loads of kids in the cage who were writing his puns for him on typewriters, and um, he couldn't. Uh, he didn't have any puns. They hadn't written any for, any for Batman. Uh, so, so ran off with a. I'll be like one minute. Ran off with a. With a base. <laughs> Just kicked off. Ran off with a baseball bat um, uh, to, uh, to, to 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 beat them up. One of the one of the best sketches from uh, from Big Train actually. Uh, that I don't know if anyone saw that. I don't. I mean, I, I talk about TV a lot. That's kind of kind of my thing. TV, film, music, of course, and and the synergy between them, like the bat pink and canned heat thing. Um, X-Men, I bored, I bored a girl half to death with the X-Men, uh, 
one time I was in Australia just walking around Perth and um, I, I'm, I, I can't help but wind people up a lot of the time so I just talked about X-Men to her. Uh, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I don't know how, how I knew so much but I think I was just talking about all the, um, what all the characters' powers were. Colossus, of course, can turn himself into a, into a big um, armour-plated, um, well, Colossus, really. He's a Russian man. He's called Dimitri or Peter Van Skarsgård or something. I don't know, that's more Dutch, maybe. Uh, Dimitri, probably Dimitri, I guess. Do um, do email in if you if you know if you know what he's called. Uh, Cyclops, of course. Um, I remember yesterday watching an excellent uh, an excellent remake of the X. Well, not really a remake, but just another another X Men cartoon, Wolverine and the X Men. Uh, Cyclops looking a lot cooler than he used to. He used to have this blue and blue and yellow outfit in the animated series and, and, the, and the, obviously the early comic book. Um, of course, when he opens his eyes, he can't control when the beams come out of his eyes. So when he's in normal life as uh, Scott... I'm going to guess it's Scott Parker. It's Scott someone. No, oh, that's his name. That's the actor's name. He plays him in the film. Uh, he wears the glasses. But when he's, when he's dressed up as the X-Men, he's got the, the thing on the side of his face. But he has to, on his goggles, he has to turn to... Uh, to uh, to release the stream of of, uh, of laser. Um, of course, when his, his hands are tied, he can't do that, um, which is a, a big, big flaw. Big, well, his um, his greatest strength and his greatest weakness, of course. I am back with me, me. Great story, though. Didn't hear it. Talking about the X Men. Oh God, we'll probably cut that out. I don't like the X Men story. Is it a good story? Uh, Thanks well, it's not a story. It's just I'm just explaining the X Men's powers. Just I was explaining to her the no, great. Um, special powers there. Listen, we please know we're now fifteen hundred bars into our podcast. How many uh, minutes is that? What's that in, in real time? I think there's four four seconds in a bar there. Let's work that out now. Sixteen minutes, wow. half an hour. I think they're just seconds. How many? Uh, how long is a normal podcast? They rate. They vary. They really vary because it depends if they're unedited or not. How long do you think this will be? Are we going to edit it? I think we've got. Oh, to. We'll have to edit it. Yeah. Um, I think we should aim for half an hour. I think that's a nice amount of time. Some people like go for an hour. I've heard ones at two hours. I've heard some at ten. Minutes. Who's at two hours? Um, I don't know. I think my mate told me, Dave. Dave. Dave Morrison. Dave Morrison <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> said that he did, he does one that's yeah. two hours. I think. Yeah. But he doesn't do it on yeah. his own name. He changed the name. Oh, every week. you know, some listeners are going to be mental, and they're going to they're going to think. Um, Dave Morrison's real. People are going to start thinking Dave Morrison's real. He is real. Mate, oh, I'll tell you That's what. That's where all my insights oh, yeah, come from. This is going to be brilliant. It's going to be one of those things that radio DJs do where they uh, they make up, they, there's like an in-joke. And um, people who listen to this podcast, this first pilot podcast, Only will know that Dave Morrison's not real. They'll know he's not real. Everyone else will think he's real. Everyone else is going to think he's pretty well connected to Dave Morrison. How does he know everything? Yeah, and they'll want to meet him because um, you'll have so many amazing stories about he him. He has got a lot of stories. He's done yeah. a lot, actually. Uh, when did I see him? Well, Dave. Oh, I've been a bit ill because I've had the touch of the swan fever, swan fever. But um, now I'm getting better. He's, um, I'll probably see him tomorrow. I haven't seen him since last week. See him last week. Okay. Of course, you all know he's a fictional character, listeners. So we're just, uh, just practising for the moment. No, he's not fictional. He's not fictional. What is he? Well, he's like Gordon Smart. What's Gordon Smart? What's his art? What does he look like? You know, average. Dave Morrison. Who's that? Who's that at the door? I, I hope that's not Angela, because I specifically... Bring the clock on doorbell. I said I was specifically... Tim's I'm girlfriend there. Angela coming round uh, now. So, a uh, bit annoying. Sorry, sorry about this, listening. You've got to listen to me talking about the X-Men again. 
Wolverine, of course, um, the most popular X-Man uh, in many ways. He's actually forgotten the key. Uh, I've realised what I do when uh, what I can do when when you walk out is just discuss the X Men with myself. So that well, that's be, good. That, that's a good skill. It'll be boring for everyone, um, and I don't know. To be honest, I don't know everything about them, but I think I know enough to talk. I could talk for about two hours about them. Yeah, I think, I think that people would enjoy that if you about. went onto an X Men forum and posted this. I've got about two hours. Of there are people stuff. out there who'd be interested, and I won't. And, and I won't. I mean, a lot of people would make mistakes. I know I'm gonna, only going to say things about the X Men that I know are facts. Um, and there are people who care. And if and, and I will always, I always caveat the things that I that, that I don't know for sure, like the Colossus thing. I think he's got some kind of metal exoskeleton shell that turns him into a, um, essentially like a a human like insides with a metal shell, but maybe he turns himself completely metal. I don't know. Certainly, he he becomes fully armored and impenetrable at that point. If you um if you're interested in the X Men stories, you can uh, tune into Spark's new uh, podcast, Me and the X Men, which will be a separate. It'll be podcast, a spin-off. A spin-off. Um, very much so. It'll be it'll be to. To only fools and horses, what the green green grass is. It'll be the same sort of thing. I could do it with um, Jodie Allen. Knows a lot about X Men. <coughs> I could do a podcast with should, her. Should be a lot of fun. Do tune in for that. There'll be a lot of interest in that. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be too. Sadly, there'll be more interest in that because there's more people interested in X Men than there are in yeah. us. It's going to be just well. It's going to be one, maybe two people talking about X Men. That's fine. You have callers, people emailing. Yeah, I love you guys. You're the X Men, and we'll right. just be talking about the X Men. May need to be honest. The animated series in the nineties. Should we save that chat for that podcast, for that special X Men one? What do you mean, what chat? Should we save talking about the X Men for that? Should we save it for that? Well, I've already done it. I've already yeah, talked about the X Men now, though. The X Men stop. But we're advertising it on this podcast. Yeah, well, that's a big enough advert for it because there's nothing on this except. Well, we've stopped talking about. We've stopped talking about the X Men, right. have we? Shane Ritchie, what do you think? Uh, Minder just uh, just made that, of course. Um, he, he said uh, back in the day that he'd had sex with over three hundred women. Not not everyone could believe it, but um, I mean, I believe it. Well, three hundred. Shane Ritchie came into a pub. I think that fifty percent of the women in there would have sex with him. Yes, you might be right. 50. But okay, I'm just talking about logistics. Well, Shane I'm Ritchie, thinking about Shane the... Ritchie. Shane Ritchie or Philip? Is he a? Look, sex? I'm thinking about Philippa logistics. Forrest for Shane Ritchie, equal. I think. I think I she's think, got the I think Richie's probably probably aesthetically probably a seven. He's slightly better looking. She's slightly cleverer, or so she'd have us believe. Yeah. Although I think like Carol Vaughan. Oh no! What was that thing she did on uh, Brass Side? She did. She was got. Yeah. She was what like, she got with? It wasn't the wind farms. Not the, the wind farms. Farm thing, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, vertical farms. That, was, that Mor- was not. Was, Mor- it, was it? But maybe it was her on vertical farms. I think Dave farms. Morrison told me that Philippa Forrest has got a third class degree. Really? Yeah, he went to university with that. And, I, and think, I think Vorderman. I've heard that. No, Vorderman certainly no, not I think third Forrest class. As well. I think Forrest, Vorderman certainly Forrest got a bad degree. Went to, um, they were actually <laughs> Morrison, because Morrison was at um, the university with them. Which one? Nottingham Trent? No, they went to the University of College London. Huh. Dave Morrison was there. He went to quite a few universities, actually. Yeah. How old is Dave Morrison? Oh, no one really knows. I'd say he's sort of 30s. He must be in his late 30s. 30s. To, to, to have been at university with... Uh, Carol Falderman. And Philippa Forrester. Who are vastly different ages, I think. They went to university together. I think there's a ten-year age gap between Falderman and, uh, was a, and Forrester, um, at least. Falderman was Maybe a... Maybe 20. Falderman uh, was... Email in if you know. Mature student. Yeah, of course she was. Well, she probably had to go back because she only got a... 
I don't. Absurd. I don't like to sort of be be naughty here, but Dave Morrison doesn't get much wrong. So let's just just run with what he says. Let's not question him. I think questioning him could be foolish. We're gonna we'll have egg on our face because he's always right. Yeah. Well, one day he'll come in and we'll we'll actually have him on the podcast at some point soon. Shouldn't have thought so. He's a very private man. Mm. Doesn't like talking. He just leaks information. He's a fixer. There's a lot of people, like producers on radio shows, like the Alex Zane show. Um, they had a producer called Bob. Um, he's, uh, he's not doing the show anymore. Well, Alex Zane's not even doing the show anymore. And uh, he wouldn't talk Who to Who does the Alex Zane show, then? Oh, you wouldn't believe it, Tim. Well, it's not, I mean, it's not called the Alex Zane show anymore. Oh, right. But um, that would be... Because I always thought that's a... I always thought it was just the name of the presenter, but is it just called that and you take on that name when you start doing it? Like the Dread Pirate Roberts in Princess Bride. You yeah. familiar with that film? Yeah, I've seen it years ago. Yeah. Oh, did Dave see it? I think Dave saw it and told me what happened. Yeah, Dread Pirate Roberts. Um, the, it's a pirate and um, obviously he keeps getting old. So to, to, to keep the legend alive, he, he recruits a new pirate the and they take, take on the name. They take on a new crew and so the crew thinks that he's a Dread Pirate Roberts and the original Dread Pirate Roberts becomes the first mate. So the name just continues. Forever. Forever. Does there not come a point where someone says, wait a sec, this thing's been happening for like a hundred years and he can't, that bloke's not a hundred? Well, that's what makes him a legend. What, that he lives forever? Yeah. Well, no one knows. No one knows what he looks like. But like a thousand years, like you didn't say, oh, I was still the same bloke, he'd be dead. Yeah, okay, but where's the, no one knows where the line is. Well, yeah, it's about a hundred. No one lives long. Okay, but no, no one knows. About a hundred. That's the line. I suppose, I suppose, yeah, you could definitely say you're not the Dread Pirate Roberts. It's like when you read the Bible. Well, it could be his son, though, no, but that's it? how you know... They, that, they might think it's his son. That's or... how you know the Bible's not true. It's when, like, people like Moses are, like, 700 years old. It's like, well, that, no, he's not. Well, he had the, he drank from the Holy Grail, didn't he? Cup of Carpenter. No, he couldn't have done. He no, couldn't he have drunk from the Holy Grail. Holy Grail at all. That he couldn't have the New Testament. Yeah, he just lives for, for like, 700 years. And then they, 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 New Testament. Like, that's too long. Hello? Too long. Hello, you. You're dead. You yeah. should be dead. Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. That's how you know. At that point, my thing with Moses, then, I've got. I mean, I've, I've got lots to say about Moses. I can tell you. Well, up until then, I thought the Bible was true. Until that, and I thought no, too, too. Right, long. Moses. He goes up a mountain on his own, Mount Sinai. I think well, it is. Burn, Brian Blessed's done it. He goes up on his own. No, it's not. No, it's, that's not. That's not the problem. I've got. <laughs> uh, fine, go up a mountain. Fine, oh, yeah, that's, he goes that's up a mountain. Separate. He says God's like written this stuff on some on some stone tablets. I mean, who's who has stone tablets lying around? I've never seen a stone tablet. Top How heavy is a tablet? Did, did God uh, hew, hew them out of what, it? Was it? What about if it was a stone tablet? <laughs> because I've seen pictures of the stone <laughs> tablets. Too they, small. To me, they look more like caplets than tablets. You couldn't they're write. Formed. You couldn't write. No, they're, they're like because like my I thought the edges are like they're like gravestones. I think they're like, they like two little gravestones. Two little gravestones equals a caplet. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he goes up. He's and he says, "Oh look!" Caplet. He says, "Oh look, I've come back down after. I don't know how long he came back down after, but he says, look, 'Look, oh, God, God carved this in some in some stone tablets.' Um, caplet. Whatever. And he says, uh, and they say, "All right, and what's on it?" And he says, "Oh, these ten commandments, these things you shouldn't do." And they say, "All right, uh, God, what, what are them? they?" And he says, "Right." And they said, "So, sorry, you went up on your own." No one else God, saw. Did, no one, yeah, no one saw this. You went up there with a chisel. No one, no one bore witness. The only, the only thing you took term. up there was a packet of caplets and, uh, and an engraving kit. Yeah. What's all caplets? Paracetamol caplets. Yeah. What brand? What brand? Well, unbranded. I mean, Unicamp. You took them up there and um, you took an engraving kit and a pack of caplets. You came down and now there's Ten Commandments. And yeah. God 
So yeah, did I see a rock hammer under your robe there? No, you didn't. No, it was I did. Engraving that little boy did. He's a rock enthusiast. I'll have him killed. Who was that? It was the Holy Ghost. No, he's a anyone. Look, God has written these things. No, do not kill, God says. No, you said that. No, God said that. Well, wait, so these Ten Commandments, uh, did you make them up, Moses? Moses, exactly. I told you the Ten Commandments. Let's just bring it, let's bring it back. Did to Dave like, Morrison bear, tell bear you the Ten bones. Commandments? One man goes to a mountain, comes down, pretends that something's happened, <laughs> that he's done himself. Yeah. If that happened in, in, in today's world, no one would believe him. Well, well, people well, really Moses. Was, Moses was really clever and everyone else was really stupid but well, I mean maybe yeah, but it was the olden days well then, yeah but then it's before education then it's all relative isn't it before I mean school. you know you wouldn't have one man that's much much cleverer than, than, well, than, than a horde of people might be like unless, Hawking, though. unless there was only a few people Stephen Hawking a few stupid people he took with him he's cleverer than most people Stephen Hawkins <laughs> yeah so so in the modern day it would be Stephen Hawking He'd somehow drive up a mountain. somehow going up a mountain you know what he'd invent a chairlift or something because he's that clever he'd mm. go up there and then come With back Dora down Heard. yeah and the son she's dead dead and he might be dead is by the dead? time this comes out so let's yeah, not show he might be dead by the time this comes out oh yeah um, good, do get well soon Stephen Hawking um, if, you, if you can and this isn't this really Possible. isn't I, I don't know why I brought him up because I didn't want to go down that road but oh. now I mean I'm forced oh, to, I'm forced to do his work well, there's no, there's no, oh <laughs> I thought we are aren't we <laughs> Didn't want to. Okay, no, look, well, on. how about if I do a get well soon message in Stephen Hawking's voice? Yeah, that's fine. Get well soon, Stephen. There you go, that's fine. There you go, that's, that's it. And now we're finishing. We're not going to do the whole Ten Commandments in Yeah, I mean, it's not really his voice either. There's some time. Oh, I've got to go in a sec. I'm going to have to go machine. in a sec, so I have to wind this up. Well, why don't you wind up before you leave the room? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good idea, um, isn't it? Right, so that's just a taster of what's to come. It's probably, we'll probably. This will be edited down to about 10 minutes, probably. Uh, yeah, well, about I'll edit down to whatever's good, whatever's good. About 10 minutes of good stuff there. Um, anything, you know, that was... Or probably, good-ish. Anything, anything racist, that makes me Anything laugh. racist or sexist, take it out. Uh, all the all the um, libel, slander, sorry. No, no, don't take that. I'll leave that in. Leave That's the slander leave in. All of the slander. Yeah, do. So to confuse the lawyers. If you take that out, there's nothing funny to happen. Oh, God. The stuff that Dave Morrison tells us, yeah. it's not us saying it, it's him. Yeah. See what see what we've done there. We've used we've, we've put we it didn't all use that. Else. Else. I mean, you you said a lot of stuff yourself. That's fine. Come and get me. No one gets sued for podcasts. I don't think uh, I've got a funny feeling that Mel Gibson's lawyers aren't listening. Did I say Mel Gibson was gay? You said he was gay, not me. I didn't say he's gay. He did. Dave Morrison said he's gay. Oh yeah. There you go. We didn't say anything. So just a final thought for the lawyers um, listening. Everything that we just said. Um, uh, Dave Morrison's man you want to contact PO Box 1 London so we'll be doing more of these um, in the very near future I'd hope um, one a uh, week at least I hope you've enjoyed listening to the, uh, our pilot episode um, you'll put a photo so it comes up on people's iPods of us you'll put a fo- you can do that you'll put a yeah. photo yeah good of us um, you'll see that. see that so you've been listening to me and I'm off I'm off to be me and, I'm uh, going to work now me and him a um, lot more of these coming up <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. A lot more of these coming up. Uh, More of these.